Spencer, aren't you supposed to do something when I'm here? No. You're not supposed to say something? I don't have a whistle. I got a sound effect. I didn't hear it. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, you say it, and then... All right, say it. <sighs> Captain on deck. <laughs> well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard. Don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name, and he wanted to start a show. Man, you corny! So did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Yes, the captain's on deck. Uh, if you missed it earlier in the week, management decided that since I'm the captain, uh, anytime I walk into a room, Spencer is my bosun and has to announce me uh, yeah. just as that. And the bosun is basically a whistle they use in, in naval and uh, shipping and yes. ships. Old, old nautical uh, device because you can't hear the men yelling over the noise of the high mm-hmm, seas. Mm-hmm. So they have different noises the whistles make. Short for boat swan, I believe. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Spencer, since you are now officially my first seaman to get a real rank, okay. uh, you are going to be officially my bosun. But like you said at the beginning, a bosun's missing what? A bosun. Oh. Uh, every bosun has something uh, what's this special. Nice oh, brown like, well, box. Let me get the video out so he can describe it. Uh, Spencer, tell us about your gift from me to you. Looks like it's a little boat swain whistle. Now, I'm glad I didn't pull the trigger on buying one of these and surprising you by doing it myself. Oh, you guys because are so because cute. instead I got one for Spencer. It yeah. has, um, what is that, on the top? And I would have been it's like an $14 poorer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, an anchor on the top. A little brass, perhaps, now, anchor. Spencer was worried that he would forget his bosun's whistle. So what I did is made sure to get one that has a little chain so he can put it around his neck. Now it's in a plastic bag, which means CJ hasn't tampered with it. No, I haven't put LSD in it or spit. have been on that whistle. You haven't blessed it with your captain's kiss, though. Not that either, which we'll do later when Emily's not in the room. Okay. Because every ship has the captain's kiss. Emily, that's what I told. Uh, uh, there you go. So there's your bosun's that's whistle. beautiful. It's gold. Uh, g- g- give us a little whistle. Let's see how this thing works. Okay, hold on. Just want to make sure my chain's good. Let's you gotta see. Got to put the chain on. All right, there you go. It's driving every dog in the neighborhood oh, crazy. Man. Now I can tell people... If you ever, I'm if a you loser. ever get, <laughs> yeah, well, they already knew. But if you ever get lost in the woods, it kind of looks like you, a, you gotta, a you golden gotta, snitch. If you're on a jog and someone attacks you, you you have your whistle. Yeah, oh, God. yeah, just just like uh, us girls. There you mm-hmm. go, Spencer. Your own bosun's whistle. I can't believe I'm now Ooh. a boat, a boat sw- swing thing. And uh, Emily, one of the gals. now all we need cool. to all we need to do now, Emily, uh-huh. is uh, get him a little captain's hat and some like nautical Aww. shorts, some shorts. Get, get Spencer a full-on Aww. outfit. Let's do it. There you go. My first official seaman given a rank, uh, bosun. Give us a give One us a, a ring again. One more whistle. Ring, ring us out, Spencer. You're supposed to do the two notes. Does that good good enough? Thank you. Thank you. Happy National Pumpkin Day. Today is National Pumpkin Day, a day we celebrate because Halloween, it's all about pumpkins. One of the many traditions that goes along with kids, candy, Satan, drugs, whatever else. Uh, Yes, but uh, actually pumpkins. 
Don't forget Harvest. Yes, God. the Harvest. Yes. It's the most important time of the year. And uh, National Pumpkin Day celebrates the orange fun frenzied fruits or gourd. Is what it is uh, that we enjoy carving up around this time, but also because it goes into so many different delicious ingredients. Absolutely. Pumpkin pie. Yep. Uh, We've all had the pumpkin spice craze. Pumpkin spice lattes. I made pumpkin bread the other day for you guys. It was delicious. Uh, Uh, They make pumpkin-shaped candy corn. It's not the same, but, you know. It's it's Mm. pumpkin nonetheless. It's inspired by pumpkins. And this year, I didn't carve a pumpkin. I was at the grocery store. They were out of pumpkins, and I thought, oh, maybe this is October 26th is a little too late for pumpkin day. But nonetheless, we are here. And did you ever carve pumpkins? Do you still carve pumpkins? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you, so you still do that? I did it last year. I have two pumpkins sitting at home waiting to get their guts ripped out. Wow. Can't wait. The problem with pumpkins in Texas is they rot way too fast. Growing up in, in Amarillo... It was a higher, drier climate, and it would usually get colder. So if you you would carve a pumpkin at the beginning of October, and it would probably last through Halloween. Yeah, you, you have know, to do it like the week before Halloween. And here that's you got to do it a couple it. days before. Yeah, because yeah, they start rotting and folding fast. But I recently watched. I don't know why we just started watching this and just kept watching it. You know how those reality TV shows do? Oh, they get sure. you sucked in. Uh, there's a pumpkin carving contest reality TV show. Uh-huh. They do they do it's just like every other show. They do a quick challenge and then okay. the winner gets a bonus then they do the theme or challenge for that day. It's judged by the flute girl from American Pie. Forgot her name, sorry. Oh, uh, I forget too. Lily Allen? Yeah, no, Lily Allen no. was a singer. Singer. But yeah. oh my god, how silly. But me. it's a great dumb show and it made me excited to carve pumpkins because I've I've used different things to get different like looks on a pumpkin, and I'm also not. I can't even. You've seen me cut stuff out in paper, Emily. I'm terrible with it. Oh yeah, but I'm good with using tools and you know finding a half-ass way to make stuff work. Sure. And dude, they were using power tools. They were using different kinds of scrapers and sanders. So I was like, I didn't. No one told me I could go to the shed <laughs> and get power tools and my sander. Yeah. And you, and take, these take kind a, of carving things and make these designs. Take a chance on to it, man. So I got excited. Uh, If you want to watch this pumpkin carving contest show, by the way, I don't know where it's at. You don't know what it's called? No, because we have all the streaming devices, and then we have one. We have a Samsung TV in one room, and we have a different TV in another room, and both TVs. TVs now have their own channels, channels and yeah. things. Uh. No clue where it's at. I did know that one of the contestants is a pumpkin carver that lives right here in Austin. Uh, she was one of the celebrity reality stars on that, and cool. it was uh, it was really fun, and it made me want to get into pumpkin carving huh. and doing something pretty cool and wicked, but I don't know if you can find them at a store. What's the... It's what? called Outrageous Pumpkins, and it's on the Food Network. Dude, that actually makes sense. Or Pumpkin Wars. Uh, that's on HGTV. There's two of them? There's, there's, uh, pumpkin there's Wars. multiple. Sound, pumpkin Wars just sounds cooler, and you kind of get the idea Well, there. that's what my buddy... Outrageous Pumpkins. My buddy Gus and I, one year, uh, after Halloween, he was staying with me. We decided we were going to make a pumpkin trebuchet. Then that turned into a pumpkin catapult. Then we just went to Academy and got a bow and arrow to shoot it with because we got lazy. I mean, yeah. you can get drunk. creative with pumpkins these days. I mean, you can paint pumpkins. Did you see the 400-pound Taylor Swift pumpkin? Oof. Oh, man. You uh, not? His name's Travis Kelsey, right? Do you see it right here? Oh, man. That it's is terrifying. 
but it won an award, and Why? you can do that if you want to paint a 400-pound pumpkin. I guess you can here but in 2023. Why would you? I don't know. I think the more fun There's thing so is... There's so many more interesting things than, like, no offense, Taylor Swift's face. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You could have painted, like, a landscape. True, true but that wouldn't get on to People me, Magazine. Painting and carving's not even the fun. It's destroying... Yeah. Also, because like all the, the pumpkin smashing. guts and seeds, they, yeah. they you know you'll grow you really cool pumpkin vines. Oh yeah, roast I roast the, seed. the seeds too. But you I'm have not to. even. I don't even want to pick them up. I'm talking about having instead of doing a pumpkin building contest, you do a pumpkin destroying contest where you find kick ass ways to destroy pumpkins. Okay. That sounds, like, that sounds like a redneck show. I like it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There used to be a show called Junkyard Wars where they would have to build oh. stuff that they out of crap they found in the Hell junkyard. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously you can't have someone just bring a gun or a stick of dynamite. Like it would have to be creative. They would have to make things to destroy right. the pumpkins. Oh, I know what I would do. I would make one of those, you know, whenever they put the, the ball onto the track. And it does a little maze. I don't yeah. remember what they're called, but do that like with a pumpkins. Rube Goldberg thing. Yes, yeah. like a Rube and Goldberg. And so you have to stand and like a, a whole people have to do. That's yes. a good one. Like a yes. and it knocks over like a plate, and then it activates like some yeah, baking yeah, yeah. soda. You know what I mean? Like that would be cool. But I would, so you're pumpkins. watching this whole thing, and then a pumpkin explodes at the end. I would want to, and this uh, is probably dangerous, but I would want to find a way to get a strong enough model rocket to take a decent sized pumpkin, medium sized pumpkin. Space. Not to space, but high enough to where it comes back down. Ah. That's just dangerous to shoot a pumpkin into the air. It's like shooting your gun off during New Year's. It's going to fall through someone's roof. Eventually, it's going to come back down. Yeah, (laughs) never mind. Is the 9 to 5 killing people, or is this girl just being dramatic? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Is the 9 to 5 killing you or are you being dramatic? The answer, yes. Okay. To both. Yes, to both. Well, um, I saw a post on Insta, or sorry, on Twitter that people are getting really, really upset about. There's this girl on TikTok that posted a video talking about how she got her first job out of college and how things have been incredibly stressful once she has realized that working nine to five sucks. It does. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college and I'm in person and I'm commuting in the city and it takes me forever to get there. There's no way I'm gonna be able to afford living in the city right now. So that's off the table. Like, duh, if I was able to walk to work and it'd be fine, but I'm not. So it literally takes me, like I leave here, like I get on the train at 7.30 and I get home. Oh my god, I don't care. She is being dramatic. Whoa. Okay, we are going to we're well, going to have a little fight about that. Honestly, we're not. I agree with both. Uh, I same here. I agree with both. I'm going to tell you right now. She's being dramatic and most people would tell you, yeah, that's life. That's this this and that. But why does it have uh, to be that way? Why does it have to be? Exactly, Spencer. See, that's yeah. my thing is Aren't we in charge is, of the is, earth? Humans? <laughs> no. Let me start this conversation about whether or not this young lady's being dramatic about life sucks, going to work sucks. But I want to shut down the people who said, well, I had to do it, so you do too. No, no, shut up. Just because you had something miserable doesn't mean the next generation or other people have to suffer either. Yeah. Unfortunately, young lady, yes, these are the circumstances right now, but that doesn't mean 
you shouldn't want to change it because eventually it beats everyone's ass and it never gets changed and it never turns away. And I feel like it's important, and I shouldn't say this because uh, we depend on people being in traffic, but I feel like it's important to kind of stick our heels in and say, hey, we don't have to work from the office every day. Not everyone has to do that. There needs to be a change. And someone also probably on Twitter told her, yeah, well, people used to work in the coal mines and for 12 hours a day. Yeah, yeah you and know then what we did? changed it. We got that changed. We, we made regulations. <laughs> well, so when I was three, I used to have to go and breathe in coal. <laughs> in yes, and kids, we changed that. It's not good for you. Children would work in meatpacking plants and get their hands cut off by That's machinery. True. Yeah, mm. That's also, and it's so terrible. And the thing, I don't like that people are bullying her on Twitter because... <laughs> yeah, I mean, she kind of had it coming with no, that but she tweet. Didn't. But it's she didn't. She didn't. Okay, she posted it on TikTok, and then somebody posted her video on Twitter to make fair fun enough. of her, which isn't fair. I remember, you know, I'm 25. I remember when I got out of college, and when I first got out of college, a pandemic happened. So it was a little... A little weird. It was a little weird. Not the standard experience Not for most people. Not the standard. But a, for a lot of people, you get out of college, you have absolutely no money. You're, you're like already starting to swim in debt. And you don't understand that, oh, wow, now I get this job. How exciting. Oh, but I have to commute an hour to work. Oh, I have to pay bills. Oh, I have to do all that. It's the first time that you acknowledge that like capitalism sucks and that every, sure. sorry, that was a rough take, but that like everybody is out to get the you when you're in a of capitalism yes. does suck. Yes. And, and so she's complaining in the video, if you listen to the whole one minute and 29 second rant, Ooh. girl, are you okay? Are you okay? She, might uh, she, ta- she talks about how she's like, I don't understand how people can have friends because I get up at 7 o'clock, I go to work, I don't get home until like 6.15, I don't have the energy to cook, I don't have the energy to work out and it's take care of myself. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the energy to like go out with friends. How do people yeah. do that? And it's like... They don't. We don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's having, I mean, we're the definitely the outliers working in this industry. But definitely. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it really is a tough thing. And Emily, I don't think you had this with your age. Maybe you, Spencer, maybe not. But my, I feel like my age, the graduating right before 9-11 age, I feel like we were the last ones that, so back in the day, there was, there was almost, you were guaranteed that once you got out of college, you would get a, a job. job. Yes. I don't that, think that, that's that ever back been in, true. Well, but. back into no, it never was true. I mean, there might have been a time in the '80s during the heartbeat of Reaganomics, and and say Reaganomics and all that is great, all you want. It ruined America way down the savings and loan scandal, other things. Point being, uh, there probably was a time when going to college and graduating got you a really good income right out of school. Especially, you know, some people specialize in stuff like finance or whatever. And you'll have the old crusties bitch about that's what you get for liberal arts degree. And it's like doesn't matter what your goddamn degree is. You should be making just, enough to just live. Well, also just yeah. having a degree. I I if I had I major I have a history degree and I work in radio. That yeah. that do, that doesn't matter what you major no. in. But the the point is, I was one of the last generations to where there was kind of you were sold the lie that going to college and, and back in two thousand they're like yeah you'll get out and you'll. You'll make like thirty-five, forty thousand, forty-five thousand dollars a year. That's two thousand money. So that's probably saying now, if you were to graduate, you would make fifty-five, sixty a year, roughly. I don't know, but that's a boy. That is a hard lie. When I found out I graduated yep. and I was making more waiting tables and bartending, and you know, clawed my. I'm. 
I do have that old school mentality because I clawed my way up in the radio business. I've been very, very poor. I've yeah. also been very, very lucky. Well, it's, so it's there, there's a lot to it, but... I think it's a type of conflict and adversity that people like. People need to overcome challenges to strengthen themselves they to need, a degree. Yes. Yeah. But we don't necessarily have to. You don't have to accept just, it. It doesn't have to be no. like this. And that's why I kind yeah. of feel like I will be upset on her behalf. Because, yeah, you're whining, you put it on the internet, what do you expect? And, yeah, that's life. you got to kind of suck it up and deal with it. But to a point. Yeah. you got to suck it up to a point. I feel like this it is It doesn't something... mean that this has to be your existence. If no. your existence is miserable, get the hell out of it. Yeah. If that's a marriage, if that is a car payment, if it's a job, you can and hopefully will work to get out of it. Absolutely. And I feel like what she's saying, although it is annoying and whiny, I will, and it's on TikTok, I will admit, <laughs> it's something that we can all agree with. Yeah. And just because you want to make fun of her because she's a young woman does not mean that In your point city, is correct, uh, that her point yeah. is incorrect. And you know what? People have it worse. And Definitely. it's important to realize people have it worse. Yes. It's important to know in your heart, in your head, no matter what, yeah. that there's always a worse situation, that people in the world do have a much more terrible existence, but that doesn't negate your own issues no matter how big or small. Don't don't. Yeah. Right. Feeling bad like this, you're, it's still valid. It sucks, okay? Yeah. I agree with you. You know what I mean? But hey, at least you have a job, right? <laughs> at least I mean? you Good have point. a job, I guess. Uh, but That's one thing that young people, including myself, I mean, we, we just lacking perspective a lot of things, too. You know? She, like, she doesn't yeah. know. It could, get me, it could be much worse, and it no. may even be that before it gets better for her. But I don't know. it's good for her to acknowledge us now, like, and because when mm -hmm. you're young and you can cry about it, like, you still have time to fix things. You don't have two kids and a mortgage yet, yeah. so you're, exactly. you're not... Too deep, buddy. No, you're not wow. too deep. Uh, but yeah, we, we get it, and I understand, and uh, now I'm going to go find this on Twitter and fight about it. Thank you, Emily. Well, just who exactly are you hanging out with? It's -a me, Mario. I come to eat mushrooms and crush turtles to death. Hey, it's Matt Bearden here for the bear pickup. What? I don't even know what that was. Uh, Mario's a hit with the kids, right? Yeah, yeah the kids right. love the I new Mario sure. game. Mario. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I get it. I get it. Excited. Did you guys ever hang out with anybody and then keep it from your parents who you were hanging out with? A little bit. Sometimes. Mm, no. Uh, I'm looking at you. I know. I'm like, wait, so you were always good and just said, I'm going out with Maggie and here's the number and their parents will be there? Yes, I had helicopter parents. I was probably the kid so that you weren't supposed to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't have many friends. So if I was hanging out with somebody that wasn't a good person, my parents were like, well, at least it's someone. <laughs> oh, no. she has you know, a I'll take it. Emily <laughs> saw a letter that a parent wrote to a child psychologist saying, you know, my, my kid uh, is around the house and is kind of similar, but we don't know exactly who his friends are. He won't talk about his friends. We don't know who they are. What should we do? A psychologist said, look, the one thing that you need to be thankful for is that your kid is spending any time with you. That's the <laughs> most important thing that you can get out of life is to have a kid that will spend any time with you. And they said, you know, look, if there's not a lot of signs of uh, drug use and the grades are pretty good or whatever, then kids have a right to some privacy. And they may not want to share with you who they're hanging out with. I know that's difficult because uh, I have like a daughter who is in, is reaching that, uh, the middle school ages, things like that. And, and a she son has, who has imaginary friends. Well, yeah, I'm not worried about him. He, he's fine. He's, he's great. He, he, he has his own world and he's his own world and He's fine. He's easy. But um, I, I do worry sometimes about my daughter who she's hanging out with. And also, I don't, 
there's a lot of modern names that I don't know. I, I confuse them all. I never know who my daughter is oh, hanging out with. Yeah, she was looking for uh, her friend Molly at ACO Fest. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> way too young for that. And no, Molly is uh, a term you would not want your daughter to be looking for that friend. No, no. Her best friend is Elise. Oh, okay. LSD. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, she... Uh, so, grew up fast. But it, it was, I was wondering how you guys were because... I don't think I ever tried to hide, really, from my parents who I was hanging out with. Um, I knew that they had some of my friends that they didn't really like. I, I didn't find out until later in life, um, much later, that most of the kids, if they ever got in trouble, said they were hanging out with me. Because there was this whole group of guys uh, that, that they, their parents were like, oh, he's got this divorced mom who can't control him. <laughs> And so they would just say, oh, I'm hanging out. I, I was hanging out with uh, Matt. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was of like, wait a minute. I had a good mom. And, and you guys were all throwing her under the bus. And I was like, yeah, it was way easier than getting ourselves in trouble. You so. were the default bad kid. That I was, sucks. but I wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was kind of, I always drove the getaway car. Uh, so anyway, I just thought it was interesting because they're saying, look, the one thing you don't want to do is if you start controlling your kid and trying to hold them tighter and tighter. They're going to slip through your fingers and get wilder and wilder. Well, they're just basically, they're going to start realizing that everything is a test and they're going to to share less and less and uh, less yes. with you. Now, yeah. one of the tricks, if you are having an issue with this, and it is hard for you to not know who your kid is hanging out with, one of the tricks that child psychologists say that you can um, enact, and I think my mother did some of this, is to make your house the hangout house. Because That's what mine was. You're going yeah. to hear a lot more and know a lot more, and they say, look, invest in things like Booze. Sna- well, no, you're not supposed to get the kids drunk, <laughs> oh, you don't, Spencer. You don't be one I'd of rather y'all drink here than go out and do right, it. Okay. Uh, invest in snacks. You be the pizza parents, and in that case, the kids are going to hang around a lot more. Now, it may not be all the kids, but if you are smart, you can listen in on a lot of the conversations. Don't you can hear that. a lot of the names. What do you mean, don't do well, that? That's so, what the you guys uh, want any cookies or lemonade. That's exactly. what those infiltrations are for. Well, you sneak also, in a little. Uh, that's also called a, a steamy hand check. It's like. When the room is kind of steamy and the kids are hanging out there, when you walk in with the cookies, everyone will sit up and their hands yeah. are visible. And you have, uh, you know what I mean? You gotta slow, you gotta slow the youngsters' rolls. Every or once you in could a while. be like in Mean Girls and walk in and be like, "Do you need anything? Snacks? A condom? What? What else do you need? You be that kind of mom too. Oof, awkward. Oof. That would be my mom for sure. Yeah. That would make me that so uncomfortable. My mom, my mom yeah. liked no. to hang out oh, your too mom much. Was, uh, was, was it what? Bareback? Oh, no. <laughs> Austin's number one beef, baby. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Matthew McConaughey has his own liquor, and we can't wait to try it for free. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. Man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. That's right, Matthew McConaughey, the latest celeb to have his name on a bottle of booze. I've got some opinions about this. Not Matthew McConaughey specifically, just this whole industry. But yeah. uh, first, Emily, tell us about what uh, Mr. All Right, All Right, All Right, the hero, the um, I guess he's the figurehead of Austin, right? He's Who else kind of the be? figurehead he of is. Austin. He is. He's us. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, so you mean liquor? I hardly know her. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system hey before yo. I said this. Hey Anyways, yo. yes, Matthew McConaughey and his wife, Camila Alves. Are you proud of yourself? I'm really proud of myself, Is this the Emily show? 
This is, is this Emily Makes Bad Jokes show? Um, I mean, I was going to make a joke that you were going to say eventually. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm so mad. So I just it's, thought it's I'd get it out of the way before we start. Sorry, Emily. Go ahead. Um, But yes, him and his wife are creating a brand new tequila, which they are calling pantalones tequila. So tequila pants. Okay. <laughs> which I well, find it makes me take my pants <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, it includes three different types. The Blanco, the Reposado. Reposado and Añejo. And Añejo. I love a good Añejo. Correct. God damn, um, I loved an Añejo too much. That's why I'm sober now. <laughs> good. And I guess that the organization 1% for the Planet will donate $1 from every bottle sold to different sustainable-minded nonprofits. Huh. So congratulations. That's awesome. Um, we it definitely is. need more tequila here, huh? I, my huh? only huh? thing about Oops. this is... Man, I feel like it's a grift on behalf yeah, of uh, definitely. A dis- a, not a distributor, maybe a bottler. I don't know, a but they, yeah. the, they team up with celebrities. And sometimes you get a celebrity that's really involved from the very beginning process where they're like, oh, I like this agave farm or what? Like they'll select the farm and they're there from the ground up. Then you have celebrities where it's just they're tagged on with an already existing operation. And so it's kind of weird when it comes to this. But what I do like about it, and this is kind of what I teased earlier, are there a lot of celebrities, um, Dan Aykroyd, for instance, that had did not not need to come by the radio station and, and talk with us on air. Uh, but he did, and then he did an appearance at a Specs liquor store because he was he was peddling his new crystal. Yeah, this crystal, crystal skull. Vodka. I thought um, it was crystal skull, but but point it's being, shaped like a skull. It looks it, like a skull. Yeah. What it does is it gives us access to celebrities that otherwise we might not get to meet at a Twins. Yeah. So yeah. you can just go to your Damn. favorite Twins liquor and see That's him on true. the corner. Uh, doing signings and stuff. And he's out there pushing the vodka uh, as well as like books about ghosts and stuff. Uh, uh, Ken- <laughs> Kendall Jenner recently did a oh, uh, this thing a tequila eight one eight, and I think is in by, yeah by, by five one two yeah. because they were the first. They they did it. Um, a very similar looking uh, label. Why did she need to name it eight one eight? That's my question. Is that the what Los Angeles area code? Probably. That's what I would guess. Yeah. Um, oh, I, it is. I'm not sure. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has his aviation gin. Um, I think Matthew McConaughey, it says here he also has a uh, a wild turkey long branch bourbon, which maybe that's already teaming up with the, an existing brand. Drake's got one, Justin Timberlake's. Everyone's got one. But Brian what, Cranston. What would we have? What? We I mean, obviously have. I would have the non-alcoholic liquor for now. For but sure. In my prime, I feel like my main go-to would be like a, a cheap single malt whiskey mm. that looked nice mm-hmm. and had a bottle that in college looked good enough to put on your shelf. To put in display. Okay. I yeah. agree with that. I think it has to have a cool bottle. Like everybody, that you could reuse as a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, everybody buys that one really expensive tequila just because it has the bell on it. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like mm. a blue and white bottle. And I have multiple friends that have spent $100 to buy this tequila. It does not taste. It well, tastes see, fine. I used, tequila. Tequila. Yeah. I used to buy Grand Marnier and Cointreau to make margaritas. But yeah. then I would refill it with like triples with different with two different Just kinds of triple like sets. Trick people. Well, yeah, because it looked fancy and rich. <laughs> and and, yeah. and, and oh, drunk kids after college were just drinking 
whatever. So it's that. like yeah. I don't need I don't need Grand Marnier, but pouring a little bit of Grand Marnier on top of it makes you look fancy. I had the opposite experience with liquor. I started out with the hard liquors, like the dark liquors. I used to Hell drink. Yeah, yeah. I used That's to my stuff. Yeah, I used to drink. Rum. Uh, yeah, all of the whiskey. different types of rum and whiskey. See that. That's why I like uh, the Añejo tequila because a lot of the Añejos are aged in old whiskey barrels. Oh, really? Yeah, some some brands do that. I just dated a guy in college, and that's all he drank, and so I wanted to kind of you know be on his level. So I was like, Yikes. I love Sailor Jerry's, and that's what yeah. I would drink when I was freshly twenty one. I like Kraken rum. That's, oh, and Kraken was the other one Kraken's too. Kraken's pretty dark rum actually, um, but it's got an awesome, uh, usually awesome uh, label to it. Some sort of squid. So but, Emily, would you do a dark rum? No, because now I've regressed. Now I've realized, ew, all the dark liquors, that is disgusting, and that's what I threw up in college. So, so now I'm on the vodkas, the tequilas. Should we team up with Famous Grouse, who uh, you represent, to do an Emily? We should. Uh, we should. Because Emily The thing whiskey? is, yeah. I can't ever step away from like whiskey drinks when they're mixed with something. So I Whiskey I, sours are great. I, I love a whiskey sour. I absolutely love a whiskey sour. But if it comes to like the dark, dark, dark liquors and things like that, yeah, that I stay away it's from. It's been a long time because I would drink a dark spice rum straight. I would just drink it straight. Same. Uh, yeah. I mix it with a little cola. Kraken or Sailor Jerry's because it was also 99 or no, what, 99. It was a higher proof. Yeah, yeah I would drink that, it straight too. And Jerry's or Kraken, they have like a little cherry or a vanilla, like hints of flavor in it, but uh, I, which but is nice. Now, but now, all of the liquor that I drink, I like to always add something a little sweet. So yeah. I've regressed. I've regressed back. I, I'm, I'm back in the times where I need something sweet to yeah. go with my liquor because the it liquor, tastes delicious. The liquor I would drink would usually be in a paper sack in a bottle in the back seat of my car because I was hiding it from everyone else. Hell yeah. So that that would to me it didn't matter, but I in my peak of like the best of best that I would drink is occasionally we had a very expensive cognac at Joe's Crab Shack, believe it or not. And that is every now and then we would go, all go in and we would get one shot of cognac and sip on. Huh. And it was so oh, yes. good. Oh, it was, it was like, ah, this is the real life. Uh, Spencer, Fancy. Uh, we left you out. Your bottle, what we're going to, what we're going to make for Spencer's celebrity uh, drink, wine. Because he's always whining like a little oh. bitch. <laughs> all this for a joke. See that coming. <laughs> well, the Atlanta Braves didn't make it to the World Series, but it's okay. Neither did the Phillies or Astros. Excited about that. Actually, I am kind of excited about the Texas Rangers baseball, my number two baseball team, because here's the deal. They blew two World Series, specifically one, I think, 2010. They had the best reliever in baseball. He was an out away an out of two games and out away from knocking out it was either the Giants or Cardinals don't remember exactly what year and uh ended up blowing it and losing two games out away so the Texas Rangers get another chance game 1 against Arizona making their first appearance back in the the big dance. What do we call the World Series, Matt? Is there a term? Uh, I think call it the big dance. That's great. Nobody else uses that. No, I, well, <laughs> yeah. I know they do. I just don't. The cla- the fall classic. It's that's one. The Super Bowl. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, take it on <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks in their first Super Bowl since 2011, <laughs> 2001, when I think the big unit was their pitcher. Uh, game one, Rangers, Arizona. Matt, who you got? 
Game one, I'll go Rangers. Rangers, Emily, Rangers, Diamondbacks. Who are you going for? Rangers did beat your Astros. I know, and that's why I can't choose them. So I'm going oh. with Diamondbacks. Yes, you're the opposite of me. Since my Astros lost, so I need the Rangers to sweep in just four games to feel better about it. Absolutely. Like, oh, okay, they had the crushing power, and so I have yeah, to that accept makes sense. this. Uh, Spencer. Uh, whereas me, I'm aloof of all sports, so I'm just going to keep to the home team. Texas Rangers, please. I like the Texas Rangers as well, so I shall pick them. Speaking of home team, I'll be attending my first Texas State football game in probably over 10 years. Awesome, dude. Wow. With, the, with the same buddy. Let's go, Bobcats. That I Cute. went to uh, the Texas Tech-Texas State game back in 2012. We're reliving our glory days. Of reliving our glory days. <laughs> Fun fact. Did you know CJ and I, San Marcos boys? Yep. Uh, well, Texas State boys. They're playing Troy. Both teams have the same record. Uh, Texas State will be coming with five and a half points. Emily, you did not go to Texas State because you're smarter and had uh, <laughs> better parents than us. That's not true. Uh, you picking Texas State in five and a half or Troy? Oh, I'm going to pick Texas State. Okay. Just because up, you're going. I guess. You know, I'm I'm happy for you. Matt, also a Texas boy. Troy, who has kind of owned Texas recently, or Texas State in five and a half. And this one's tough because Texas State hasn't really been fantastic. They've lost, a, uh, they've won some close, lost some close, uh, but I they are at home. I'll go Texas State. Emily, I asked you. I just wanted to say hi. Oh, hello. hello. Uh, <laughs> Good to see you. Oh, Thank Forget you. where you were. <laughs> Taking Texas State or Troy. I'm going to go with my Bobcats. I'm going to go Texas State. Uh, I'll just go ahead and go with Troy. Why not? Um, five and a half points. How dare that's, you? That's, that's, wait a minute. That means I'm No, picking. you said Troy already. Yeah, you got to take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, take we'll backs. Stick with that. Uh, the NBA is back. Yay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs have the future of God. the sport in Wimbenyanga. That's insane. It seems like just a few weeks ago they were playing their Super Bowl. Yeah, no, it's it's called the Ball Classic. Oh, it's, I forgot they for, were playing their Ball Classic yeah. in the spring. But <laughs> but now uh, we have the Spurs visiting the Clippers. I do believe Wing Bang Yanga, the future of the Spurs and the NBA. Uh, everyone's excited about him. I got a little picture of him right here. Just so you can all see. There he is. Thank you. Yeah, Yay. There he is. Um, Adorable. I'm a root for that Playing guy. Playing the Clippers, and the reason this is important is because the former future of the Spurs, Kawhi Leonard, who said, nah, I want to leave the Spurs, and then left and went and won a championship with Toronto, is now at the Clippers. So it's kind of a, kind of a little bit of bitter feelings between the two. Who we got, Spurs or Clippers? Spencer, I can see you're most excited about this. I'll start oh. with you. Uh, I was thinking Clippers because I need a haircut. There we go, Clippers. Not because I'm anti-Spurs. Do we know where the game is being played? I do not. I think it's in L.A., but I don't know. If it's in L.A., I'll go Clippers. Well, I do. what if we don't know, though? Well, you could have just said it's in L.A., and I don't know Okay, it's in L.A. Matt takes the Clippers. Emily, Spurs or Clippers, do you even care about the NBA? I don't really care, so let's go Spurs to make it spicy. You know what? I'll do the same. Go Spurs, go. F you, Clippers, even though I think this is a healthy... Well put together Clippers team, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, Spurs. You pieces of crap. All right, the bets are locked. They're loaded. They're and now it's time for the punishment phase of this program. Matt balls to buns. Spencer a donut eating contest where oh, we no. will have Woo! 17 and a half pounds of donuts trucked in. Oh darn! And Spencer has to finish them all or go home. 
Um, so, oh, no. So he just, had, I was gonna say, he just has a regular day. <laughs> I, was, you. Yeah. I was like, uh, overeat or not work? I mean, oh, no. Let's do both. <laughs> the world is a... Welcome to the punishment phase of sports. Uh, both Spencer and Matt going 0 for 3. Uh, Spencer's going to do some donut eating. That's coming up. But first, let's do balls to buns, where each one of us uh, gets to project a sporting ball at Matt's Heine. Uh, here's the deal, Emily, Spencer, I want you all to know that uh, you, you get to make contact. It's not like you swing and a miss. Oh. So you have as many times to hit his ass as you can. Wait. Nice. Wait a minute. Yeah, what's Unlimited the point if we all miss? Uh, yeah, is this a time? We're going to time this, though. It's like a yeah, I thought this was the advantage yeah, I had is that if you were bad... You just missed, and I I got off easy. Not at all. There is no getting off easy in adulthood, Matt, and it's called prostates. Okay. Anyhow, Emily, we're going to let you go first. I will read a selection of the uh, devices that you can uh, send oh, you get at to... full speed into Matt's rectum. You get to oh, choose great. your ball. Uh, luckily for Matt, we forgot the football, so we have a miniature football. Uh, okay. Uh, we have a golf ball and golf club. It is a left-handed club. Uh, it's okay, we, I'm ambidextrous. We have a ping pong ball and ping pong paddle. Nice. And then we have a soccer ball. Would you like to punt, pass, or kick into Matt's rectum? <laughs> um, honestly, I want to go for the football because it's football season. All right, okay. are you going to throw it, kick it, field goal style? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to throw it. Okay. I want to throw Here's it. Here's the thing that's going to be a little tough for you. I'm just going to let you know, and I, and I didn't mean to do this. In fact... It's actually my father's fault and his father before him, but uh, we have uh, really no ass. In He's my got family. Hank Hill butt. Yeah, yeah I my yeah. legs grow directly out of my shoulder blades. Just, just <laughs> aim for where you see pockets in a wallet. Just okay. All attempt. All right, All right. Matt. Assume the position. I'm I'm assuming uh, we shouldn't do it by the neon light over here. There we Maybe go. Not. That's oh. a good one. Oh, oh upper oh, back. Upper, upper back, back does not feel good, but oh, you God. know. Is that a? Our, oh, we're still going. Oh, we're still going. It's technically contact, go. I guess. Ready? Well, we'll give it one more. I just was for, close for my first shot. Just, just for good measure. Oh, oh my gosh! Good job. Just grazed him off the wall and hit uh, his crotch. Can I ask a question? <laughs> yeah. You're really mad at me today. Why? <laughs> that was so much zing you put on there. I want to prove to you. See, I sit here every day with three dudes, and I want to prove to you as a woman that I know how to throw balls. I can throw balls. All okay. right. All right. I'm not. I'm uh, not doing some some pansy stuff. Emily's here. also well, very very competitive. Uh, Spencer, <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> might want to let someone, an NFL recruiter or scout, let them know that there there's a strong <laughs> arm here. over here that has years of eligibility. Uh, Spencer. <laughs> Choose your device. We also have the uh, cricket paddle if you just want to go with that and make it all the much more simpler. <laughs> Wait, we got a little cricket ball, or a... oh, well, I mean, you can uh, just yeah. you can use the paddle itself. You um, know what? Let me. Uh, I'm gonna go since I'm also being punished. This feels like kind of a like a little treat for me. I'm gonna do the ping pong ball. Ping pong balls. As you recall, when we've done this before, those were the most painful. Now, can I request a bear ass from Matt? No. Oh, yeah. no. He said yeah. no. Okay, well, that's yeah. the only way I feel like a ping pong's going to have any sort of impact on that. No, no, no. We've bottom. done it in here before, and I will tell you that it's the most painful of all of the balls. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ping pongs. But you're not getting any bare ass, okay? This is not. I still haven't gotten the two dinners I was promised, uh, so there's not going to be any bare ass. Okay. Fair enough. And we also have a lady in our studio today, so we, we know don't want to. She's down, okay? I'm down. <laughs> okay. I'm one she's, of the boys. She's down for okay. punishment. <laughs> all right, Spencer, get ready. Where are you going to stand here? Stand back behind me. All right. And just remember, this is uh, Matt's punishment for being a loser. Now, 
I haven't told you I used to play ping pong, have I? Okay. Um, Spencer, I think you're a little too far away, but so? I, I'm going to trust I'm gonna trust you. So here we go. Right in the buns. One, two, and... Ooh. Oh, that was in the back. Oh, it's it's just a little bit. You okay, yeah, yeah. Because um, you're give, not give, supposed to be. <laughs> just, just give him one more. One more. Oh, Spencer oh, you, took you it nice made, on him. I felt bad after you that really first one. I, did you hear the smell? I the, felt bad. I'm sorry, man. Do you know what I found out is that you don't want to get hit with a ping pong ball. You also don't want to tattoo your love handle, I don't think, because that, no, boy, no, that's a sensitive area. Hurts. All right, that so. really had a smack us. Oh, CJ's next. Okay, now, what are you choosing, I saw man? CJ earlier walking around the building with his golf club, and I knew what it meant because I know enough about him. I know that he's going to swing away, and it's not going to feel good, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm sure he looked at everything and thought, well, the... We've already, well, okay. Hey, How man, can I really that's hurt him? facing, let's, let's oh, do, God, sorry. <laughs> let's turn that golf ball toward he the wall. You're facing yeah. actual he just, people. You just rammed him in the shins without, that, you can't that's do that. Messed he has up, to man. get ready. You're not using like a, a ping pong, you're using a real golf ball. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. He's also doing this in Birkenstocks and this socks. Wall? Let's see if he can do it. He dropped the ball. Oh, God, he's so bad at golf. Okay. Go. <laughs> CJ, come on, man. All right, swing. Oh, another miss. You know what? So I get another swing. No, that's it. We're Not good. Man. I've been punished enough. Emily's watching scary movies, and she's so boo. Ah, ah she's so scared. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Let's get an update. Uh, you, the listener, nominated horror movies that Emily has to see. We've been picking, you've been picking two a week, and Emily's been watching them. Uh, where are we at right now? Well, we are on week four, I believe. Yes, week four. That is correct. Last week, uh, we watched Cujo, and we watched Phantasm, which... <laughs> Uh, Phantasm's weird, right? Phantasm was really weird. I didn't really like it too much. But, uh, you know, and Cujo just made me feel bad for the dog. But then this week, for week four, we picked Terrifier, the original, and also Hellraiser. Yes, Hellraiser's one that I told y'all at lunch uh, scares me because it's I could realistically see that happening. I don't understand how I, you can realistically see that happening. I don't understand my brain either, Emily. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> where, do, where do we want to start? I want, I want to hear your opinion and reviews of both. Let's start with Terrifier because that's the one that I started with. I decided to do a double feature this time around. Which worked out really well. Uh, my friend came over and we started with Terrifier because I knew that everybody's told me, Terrifier is so disgusting. It's so gross. Oh my gosh, it's going to just scar you, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, Hellraiser will be a good cleanser to Terrifier. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that messed up? I'm so messed yeah, up. Nah. Yes. Well, um, Hellraiser has far more plot to it, I guess. Yeah. So you can uh, chew on a little bit of the allure and stuff. Yeah. At least. So I watched the first Terrifier in, in exactly what you said, Spencer. There's no plot. Nothing. We The whole time we were like, why is this happening? Happening, and I'll criticize this. I really enjoy the trope of having a final girl or having just a character to root for. And yes, a protagonist. It's, it's the main point of a lot of storytelling. Spoiler alert. The person that you think is going to be the final girl, they kill super early on and then just ra- 
random character show up. There's like a janitor that comes out of the blue. Ned Stark syndrome. Somebody's sister comes out of the blue and then he just kills them for no reason. There's no motive. I don't don't know. I literally do not understand. Um, There was one very brutal scene that I can't describe on the radio. It's a spoiler and also that, yeah. It's a spoiler (laughs) and then also it's very disgusting. But let's just say I watched it and thought, hmm, my... um, my parts are burning a little bit <laughs> while watching it. Yes. Um, and the other good thing that I have to say about it, besides that one scene, is the guy that plays Art the Clown does Isn't a fantastic good? job. He is creepy, man. I'm not he scared so of clowns, but for being a character that completely does not talk. Yeah, his, it's, it's his all on body his, language. How he carries it. And I've heard... Terrifier 2, the sequel, did a lot better financially, too. And yes. has an actual plot, I hear. So. I looked it up. The original Terrifier had a $35,000 budget. Wow. Um, and it That's made o- like t- over $300,000. That's a fun thing about some... Uh, one of my favorite things about, you know, uh, horror movies, If because I'm not a horror movie f- fan, but the mm-hmm. indie... Indie horror movies can be really good and interesting because they're limited with what they have to work with yes. besides the storytelling. I would say the first Paranormal Activity had a very similar thing. It was yeah, a lot I mean, the same with the Saw creative. movies, too. The yeah, Saw movies. First Whereas saw. when mm-hmm. it comes to other independent films, sometimes they're so up their own ass with yeah. being artsy or being clever that it's not good. But but a lot of good indie horror films can... Definitely. And I want to see Terrifier 2. I'm going to... I might cheat a little bit, and I might put Terrifier 2 into the poll next week, since next week is the last week. Last week to vote. Mm. Uh, 101x.com slash CJ, by the way, to see uh, Emily's progress. Definitely. To talk about, to vote on the movies. Uh, I really like the actress in Terrifier 2. I started following her after I saw a little bit. She's also in this sketch comedy Kill Gillian Keeves. She's just an actor, but yeah. started following her after that film because uh, I couldn't make it all the way through the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to make sure I'm she was safe. Stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, then moving on to my cleanser, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Hellraiser's one that scares me because I could see it realistically happening. I I, I okay, get scared whatever. by movies that I think could realistically okay, so you, happen. You think a puzzle box is going to open a magic dimension? And maybe these magic, creepy guys and one that looks like a thumb comes yeah, out? Yeah, maybe. Uh, the Cinnabites. But for some reason, that is one of the movies that stuck with me. I maybe saw it too young. And it gave me what I would call waking dreams, mm-hmm. which I have as a kid, which are dreams where I'm also awake. So I'm dreaming, I'm awake, but I'm also asleep. Uh, sometimes I'm sleepwalking. It's but sleep I'm literally, paralysis, buddy. <laughs> but, well, sleep paralysis is different, but it's very similar to sleep paralysis to where you're somewhat conscious, but you're also hallucinating. Yeah. But yeah. I used to walk and move, and that was one of those that created it. What was your feel? Because it's older. It's, it is. It's got a lot of corny effects in it now. Definitely. But what did you think of Hellraiser? Um, I liked it. I really liked when it got to the part with the monsters, and I appreciate that. They're not monsters, they're Cinnabites. Okay, Cinnabons. They're people. Sorry. We have <laughs> such sights to show you. <laughs> um, but I really like that the whole beginning of the movie had a completely different plot than the end of the movie. Sure. Because they didn't... What's cool about these older horror movies is they they wait. They take their time to do their kills. You don't get the monsters right away. It yes. builds suspense and... and uh, it, you 
are always felt uneasy. That's some mm-hmm. of the best. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's ones I hate, but it scares me. But when you always feel uncomfortable and uneasy, anticipation. Yeah. And in Hellraiser, even watching it today, I knowing what happens, I still feel uneasy because yeah, at first it starts with Frank. The, the, f- the uncle, the lady, the l- weird lady. Yeah. And you don't get daughter, a, you don't, his daughter. You don't. Some movies try to overexpose you to the monster and the scary element. Yeah. And you don't. You, it's sometimes best when that's not what happens or not what happens till the end. And also, I like it kind of when the protagonist, when you're like, you're never going to be safe. When the, you there's never a feeling of safety. And I think with Hellraiser, you get a lot of that. Yeah. I also think that their scariest villain was not Pinhead, was not the uncle. It's the wife. I think yeah. the wife was yes, the person she was, that oh. She was the, the antagonist. Most. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think people were scared. I mean, Pinhead looks creepy, but he's kind of badass. He's yeah, just he's like, pretty oh, cool. Man. Maybe what is also what I mean when I feel like it can re- realistically happen in that movie, it's the evil of her and yeah. Frank and the affair. It's the like temptation. It, it's yeah. Like, yeah, they lure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine being that <laughs> horny. I'm just saying. Just like that crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, come for, to daddy it, parts freaked me out, yeah, too. That can, was scary. It can be a little gross, but uh, being that horny, tell you who's not, my wife. <laughs> We're a joke radio show, Emily. Oh, sorry. He may not be the first wannabe comedian in Austin, but he is the finest. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. I met the worst person, or should I say people, in the world yesterday. Me? You met me? You really got to know me? <laughs> I really got to know you yesterday, and I realized, wow. Was it my realtor, Morgan? Rodney? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he's listening. He's listening so right now. Shout out to I, Rodney. I had to make a bad joke. Uh, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> no, uh, it is not, actually. Um, the worst people that I've ever encountered in my entire life happened to be last night when I was at a bar playing tr- Twilight Trivia. What? To Emily, you were so excited about Twilight Trivia. And I was so excited. I, fi- I finally like watched the stupid movies because everyone's like, yeah, you got to watch Twilight once. So I watched Twilight, and now you're telling me Twilight fandom has a problem? Yep. Where can I be? I can't be a Rick and Morty fan. Nope. I can't be a Star Wars fan. Nope. I can't be a Game of Thrones fan. I can't be a C.J. Morgan Show fan because oh, you're all pieces <laughs> of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the issue with these people is that they weren't true Twilight oh. fans. Mm, oh no, are you gatekeeping these these this the, the Twilight oh. fandom? So Emily's one of the worst. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll get there. Oh, great song choice. Sorry, great I, yeah. song choice. Hey, we gotta Twilight it. I know. Um, yeah, I was <laughs> over at Pinstack. Shout out to them. That was the first time I've ever been to Pinstack. That's a sweet little joint. Not little, but you pretty know. cool actually. Yeah. Um, and the company that like runs all of these trivia things, they're really really good at their job. I, I go to a bunch of them. I wish I could remember the name, but you can probably Google it. And normally when I go to these, tri- no, don't these trivia it. things, trivia. it's like, like it's fine. It's trivia. Like it's an enjoyable experience. You yeah, drink a little bit. Out, you just hang some out. snacks, right? eat, drink. But there fight. was drama. Drama at the Twilight trivia, right? <laughs> okay. So Did some werewolves show up? Well, is that what happened? No. Some Jacob fans? Yeah, Jacob fans versus the Edward fans. Jacob sucks. (laughs) 
He but, was cool at first. Nah, he sucks. He, he sucks. We all agree. He he imprinted on her daughter. That's disgusting. Yeah, they really have turned him into a piece of crap. That's character. weird. But basically, what happened is I we get to trivia and there's uh, these two girls, younger girls, probably younger than me, that were sitting next to us. And um, after a couple of rounds, the um, announcer was like, "Oh yeah." There was only a couple of people that got the this specific question, and she read out the answer. She goes, who got that? And the girls next to Shiley kind of, like, raise their hands, and they're like, he, he, we, we, we did, did it. And we're fans. like, oh, my gosh, congratulations. Like, these, these girls are such big fans. Nerds. Turns out, in the middle of everything, uh, they get up and leave, and we're like, oh, that's really strange. I don't know they why. They were winning. They were doing yeah, good. They They're- were in second place, but they looked younger. I was like, maybe they have a curfew. Like, their mom had to come pick them up or something. I, I don't really they know. They had to get out before the middle. Oh, they had to go outside and fight like that one big fight scene outside in the middle of the field. Well, at the right? end, they announced the winners. By the way, we won third place. Emily! Thank you so proud much. Proud of you. Representing us well. Um, I didn't answer one question. My friend knew every single answer, so... I have a lot more faith in you now. Proud of you. Um, But there were some other girls sitting opposite to us that walked up to me and my group after the game was over and they were like, hey man, didn't those people, like, didn't they just just make you so mad? They piss you off? And we were like, what do you mean? No, like, we were congratulating them and, like, chatting with them. They seem like really good people. Don't you just love it when someone angry tries to rope you into their their upsetness? Well, (laughs) then (laughs) these girls go, Wait, you didn't see that they were Googling every single answer? Oh, they were cheating. And we were like, what? And she goes, yeah, they were cheating on every answer. That's why they were getting them correct. And that's why they were, but they were in second place too. So it was a little more realistic. And I guess uh, the table went and snitched on them. And the lady that was running the event called them out in the middle of the event and they were embarrassed and got up and left. Yeah, that's on the trivia host to do that. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, so, they, so good for so them. So you're saying the worst people in the world you met were these cheaters. At Twilight at Trivia. At Twilight Trivia. Which, How what are you gonna, What is first place? A $50 gift card, if that? It was actually a pretty good gift. Like, Pinstax was giving away, I think it was like a four, it was like eight passes to play bowling fully okay, on uh, them. So and, that's a type. But the yeah. point is, is it's not worth... It's a really cool prize, and it's fun to win For trivia, sure. but it's not worth cheating at no. a dumb, fun thing no. that you're supposed to be there to relax what and do. What is and the point of trivia if you're to cheat? if you tried that where those nerds at, like, Pluckers or something take it really serious, oh, yeah. you will be beaten to death. You will, and that's why they're the worst people is because this is, this is a Twilight trivia. If you walk in... To something like a Twilight trivia, just expect that the fans are going to be crazy. They're going to be looking at you. How they're going to be like, they, how did you so get all those answers right? So how did they catch them cheating? Were they putting like the phone under the table? Yeah, they were putting the phone under the table. Oh, they're but make, making it obvious. It was hilarious <laughs> because the entire time, me and my group just kind of kept looking over and going, oh my gosh, you guys Yuck. are doing so great. Yay! Yeah. Oh, and they were, uh, you love the books and the movies? That's so, so great. In a way, you were you were kind of screwing with them. I when I well, used no, to, we didn't know. I know, but in a way, y'all were. When yeah. I used to host trivia back in, in my days at Bikini, and Twin Peaks, I would work towards making trivia and stuff that wasn't easily Googleable. And I had more like interact, like some of the questions and things were interactable or, yeah. or interactive, but man, it is hard to just get people to like morally just be like, don't she just, we're having fun here. Don't we're cheat. Adults. Just How don't, is it that we yes. can't go out and do something fun like trivia without somebody ruining it? 
Come without on. someone Googling every damn answer. Oh, my God. You know gosh. what, though? That would be a fun troll thing to do is to have a headpiece and to, like, super cheat. That's, to have someone in it. That's like, terrible. Like, someone in a van. I'm on the computer here. You're on the computer in a van. The number is. The answer is Jacob. You know what? Hey, next time Emily goes and plays trivia, let's play against her. The Halloween weekend has officially begun. And I thought we would share some spooky, scary stories. Starting with the time Matt Bearden looked in the mirror. No, hey, come on, man. Is that a shot at my face? Really not. No, I'm saying you looked at it and you said three times into the mirror, I hate myself, I hate myself, I hate myself. (laughs) Oh, man, that's why I popped up. You know, I don't believe in ghosts or the supernatural, any of that. But I will, and I think that things are always kind of coincidence. But I will tell you, I had one really kind of very creepy experience in this city that end immediately ended a party. Woo. Yeah, I used to live uh, on a house, a house that, not not far, like a, like a northern Hyde Parkish kind of area. I don't okay. even know what to call the area. And do you guys it was know? Up on a hill. Uh, do you guys know an actress named Martha Kelly? She's also a stand-up comedian. Uh, yeah. Yes, Euphoria, yeah, exactly. Scary she, Lady. If you haven't ever seen, or if you've seen Euphoria, she's the Scary Lady, the she, one that runs the drugs. She's also the star of uh, Spider-Man. Sure. Uh, number two. Uh, uh, lots of things that she's been in. Now Baskets. she. You may not know this, but she was a long-time Austin resident. She and I are close friends, and she was at a party at my house one time, a bunch of other stand-up comic comedians. And the house I had had this weird window over the porch, almost like there was an attic, and that the window led into the attic. And she was asking about it, and I said, here's the problem. I was kidding with her, and I said, oh, yeah, 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 that day, there's a child that lives up in there, right? And trying to creep her a little bit. And it happened to be around Halloween. It was a Halloween party. And but the truth was, we had tried multiple times to find an entrance to an attic for that old... And this was an old Austin okay, house. It yeah, doesn't exist yeah. anymore. It was actually torn down. Quick but, question. Was it weird having a Halloween party with just stand-up comics because everyone's costume was just a loser? <laughs> come on, man. You had to interrupt the story for that one? Yeah, that wasn't yeah, even... That was come good. on, man. I you more creative than that. Yeah. I, 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 you could have got, gotten so much more creative. You can. And here's the thing. He's That's just why I'm je- not a comic. He's just jealous because, yeah, he. I saw him go up and try, and, and try open try mic one in? night. Yeah. Oof, yeah. 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 Ooh, Ooh, they didn't let you in? Really? That was scary. Ooh. The losers didn't let you in? That's yeah. low. That's <laughs> yeah. low. Thank you, Emily, for having my back. <laughs> so we were teasing people and uh, because she was saying, I don't like that kind of creepy talk. And I was like, it's not creepy <laughs> talk. There is a, there's a, a little child that lives up in the attic. And then we have that one window so we can get a little light and see out or whatever. And we, I remember making jokes about that the kid rode a little big wheel like like the kid in The, the Shining. Shining or the Shining, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were out on the front porch. Well, we were actually off the porch, you know, so that you could look up and see this little window. And people were out there. They were drinking. They were smoking. Stuff that people do when you're having fun at a party. And she goes, well, I don't like that. And she goes, you know what? And she probably wouldn't. She yelled, F you, ghosty. And at the exact moment, and I kid you not, the exact moment she said that, the light bulb hanging from a long wire above our porch exploded. Ah! Not went out, but burst. (laughs) And 
I'm not kidding. There might have been a little bit of weed at this party, and so people may have been kind of high and paranoid. And people didn't want to admit what was going on. They were just like, oh, I've got to get to another party. Within 30 minutes, everyone was gone from our party. It was a Halloween party, and it's like 10 o'clock at night, and everyone just slowly started leaving. And I think it's because people got it in their heads like, this oh, house this really, is real. Yeah, this is haunted. Is haunted. Um, there were a lot of noises in that house because there were a lot of rats and mice in it. It was not a nice house. I'll put it this way. It was $250 a month for rent. So oh, that probably God. tells you if about the house. Only. Well, you know, we try to save some money. Uh, but that was, I remember how horrific it was at that moment. And then we tried to put another light bulb in. The light bulb wouldn't work anymore. <laughs> it was just done for the night. And I remember slowly everyone leaving the house. So you were there alone? Wow. What was Whoa. going to what I was, was not to alone. I had a house full of rats to keep me coming. <laughs> and a little boy upstairs. Did you know? Whoa. Ross Perot, billionaire, was also a tree-hugging hippie. <laughs> That's right. Man. Well, that was more my Bush impression. I used to have a Ross Perot one. Completely forgot. Anyhow, did you know uh, Texas billionaire, former presidential candidate, that they changed all the rules because he was so disruptive, uh, he saved the Treaty Oak in Austin, if you'll remember. It's a 500-year-old gorgeous tree in Austin that someone poisoned back in the 90s, 80s or something like Why that. Why would you do tree that? Uh, because he's an a-hole. They're an a-hole. But uh, Ross Perot uh, wrote essentially what they call a blank check here on this uh, Random Facts website to save the Treaty Oak. And That's I right. Think that Have you ever seen the movie Blank Check? That's what it's about. Yeah. And the Emily, did you know? No. The blank check houses in Austin. Very nice. Yeah. Lance, what is it doing? Lance Armstrong used to live n- near it. Not in it? No, no. Well, that's not a fun fact then. Well, but it's still here. Have you ever seen the movie? No. No, I'm of course you haven't. Check. You're too old. If you'd seen the movie Blank Check, you'd be like, whoa, the blank check houses in Austin? Blank check. Nah, she's not excited because she's a blank chick. Yeah, pretty Whoa. much. Whoa. I've never seen this. It's our fact learning segment where you would learn that Blank Check was a pretty tight movie as a kid, uh, but you don't because you'd never heard it on this until now. And we start these things with truth, and that truth is a simple phrase. Did you know? Did you know that dead ants produce a chemical known as oleic acid? And it basically helps the ants know when their ant buddies are dead. So, essentially, that means that if you take some of that acid and put it on a living, moving ant... They'll eat it? All of the ants will assume that that ant is dead. Zombies. Including the ant itself, who will then try to um, end its life. Because it thinks it's already dead. So, wait, (laughs) do they just, like, start moving the ant out of the, uh, like... Do they just start getting rid of the body or something? They just kind of, I guess they either start getting Sorry, rid of the body a, or just like walking around it, kind of ignoring it. Ew. Yeah. And then the <laughs> ant will just be like, well, I guess I'm dead. No. When an ant wants to commit suicide, it finds a kid with a magnifying glass. Yes. Yes. flings itself into the light. <laughs> Did you know? Oh. It's widely known uh, that in the movie The Godfather, the word mafia is mentioned exactly zero. zero times. That's a well-known trivia fact, but do you know why it's mentioned zero times? Because the were mafia scared. is not real. Uh, no, it's oh. because the <laughs> mafia boss Joe Colombo, along with Frank Sinatra, who he uses as an intermer- intermediary, uh, let the film production crew know that uh, they would not be mentioning the name mafia at any point in the movie. Yeah. Do you they speak- made them a uh, a 
a what it, a deal they couldn't refuse? Yeah, uh, <laughs> an offer they couldn't refuse. Did you know? Same too. Uh, Frank Sinatra saved Johnny Carson's life. I do know about that. Because yeah. uh, Johnny Carson had insulted uh, Joey Bananas, I think was his nickname. They'd, he had uh, sexually harassed his guma. And, oh. uh, Is that true? Yeah, Carson was in hiding for a little bit, and, and Frank pulled the favor he had done to save Carson's life. Huh. Yeah, it used to have quite, quite a hold. Yeah, wow. did you know? Speaking of sin and sinning, <laughs> did you know Las Vegas? It's not actually in Las Vegas. Most of the strip and casinos are located in unincorporated Paradise, Nevada. Yep. As a tax dodge. Unincorporated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, what in it's the capital's name the city. is this called? It's right next to the airport. It's part of the city limits. It's uh, Old Vegas. Downtown Fremont is not really where you go these days. It's not where all the oh. Vegas of the strip right. is outside of the city proper. So they don't have to pay. So I'm sorry. There's nothing more Vegas than trying to dodge taxes, in my opinion. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Very it. Also, Vegas started by the mob. Nobody. Nobody, nobody started. Yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. started uh, Vegas. Uh, Shut uh, up. Finally, something older than me. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Could it be weird? Maybe it's pretty damn wired. That means we like it. It's Matt Bearden here to talk just that on the CJ Morgan Show. I have a question for you guys. Do you know what a galaxy year is? Uh, uh, is this the new phone? Did it, they just drop this one? It's not. Very funny. <laughs> very clever. I like it. A galactic year is the time it takes for us to go all the way the way around the, the galaxy. from the center of the yeah. Milky Way. So like uh, the moon rotates around us and we rotate around the sun and then the sun rotates around the solar the system. Whole, the center of the Milky Way. Right, so a solar year is what we do yeah. here on Earth. And a galactic year is roughly, give or take, 200 30 million years. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, guess what? Uh, sharks have been around for more than two galactic years. That's right. Sharks have uh, sharks have been around the sun, I mean, around the galaxy two times. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. they. Uh, and I didn't realize that, but it makes sharks kind of really metal. Incredibly yeah. metal. They've so seen some things. So you mean they're 6,000 years old? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Sorry, we got to appeal to our religious listeners, I, too. I get it. Uh, that's right. Sharks have been around way longer than I thought. In fact, uh, they evolved around 450 uh, million years ago, and they've hitched a lift on the planet uh, really uh, for a very long time. I, I always thought that sharks, for some reason in my mind, I know that they, we, we find fossils, and I thought they came around the, I don't know, Jurassic, Paleolithic, something like that. Uh, lizards developed into dinosaurs, and then dinosaurs reigned supreme. Said so that? M into monkeys. No, and then no, no, monkeys no, no, into no. me. You're confusing all too many mm, stories. Mm. Uh, they evolved into dinosaurs. Dinosaurs reigned supreme for about 130 million years, and then they were wiped off the planet. Guess what wasn't wiped off the planet? Besides sharks? cockroaches. Sharks? Sharks. That's right. Whoa. It turns out that sharks. And tardigrades. Those because three. sharks can live all over the place, really deep waters, really shallow waters, really cold waters, really warm waters. They're a very diverse species. And so even, they've actually lived through four gigantic cataclysmic 
extinction and they wow. events. Wow, they can that's eat pretty a, wild. They can eat a lot, too. It, it's just not fish and, and little surfer kid legs. License plates, I hear. Yeah. Pretty good snack uh, for they sure. can survive. They can survive on a lot more than you uh, think they can. Uh, mm-hmm. Crab, shellfish, plankton, pretty much anything Surfboard. else that survives underneath the water. They can uh, eat. They can survive through. They're the and carp then, of the sea. Yeah, and since some of them can really survive at really deep depths with very little light, then when things happen like, oh, meteors that throw giant clouds of dust into the air that reduce the sunlight, it may kill off plants, but it doesn't seem to affect them. They're kind of the roaches of the sea. Because a lot of the stuff under the sea has that geothermal activity that keeps the water warm down there and keeps life surviving. Life will find a way, Matt. Quote Je- Dr. Jeff Goldblum. Thank you very much. I really, <laughs> I really appreciate that very much. Yeah, I just thought it was very interesting. I didn't, I mean, it makes Shark Week, I don't know, it makes it a little more important. Yeah, they never the sh- talk about that, though. Do you know that sharks, did you know? Do you know <gasps> that sharks uh, developed before trees? Sharks have been around longer oh, than man. trees have been on the planet. That's rad. I love trees. I can't believe sharks were before trees. And my ex-girlfriend made fun of my shark tooth necklace I got in North Carolina in fifth grade. What she a, shows have. her now. Yeah, you were a badass. <laughs> I, I, duh. <laughs> no. Of course I was. You had one of the oldest teeth in the world I hanging could. on your I neck. I probably did. Uh-huh. I'm sure it was from a real shark's tooth also. It probably was. <laughs> when should we have Halloween anyways? supposed to make money on the internet. The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Today's clickbait going around the internet. I've seen this argument before, but now it's officially happening in the clickbaitosphere where we click through the articles so you don't have to. When should Halloween be? A petition is underway at change.org. Uh, Halloween and Costume Association started one back in 2018, and it's making the rounds again to move Halloween. First and foremost, you can't move Halloween. It's the 31st. It is All Hallows' Eve. It is there for a day and a reason. There's history behind it. But kind of sucks having Halloween on a Tuesday. I do like the idea of making the celebration of Halloween a different day than Halloween. Yeah, that's exactly what this uh, is talking about, is doing it on the last Saturday of October. Yeah. And in my mind, it's all that's always been the celebration. And then it just makes Halloween last longer. If it's on a Thursday, that means you get Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, if it's on Tuesday, that means you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of, of thing. Of course, of course. Uh, plus, if you're a little kid, if you think about it, like, wouldn't you rather have Halloween on a week, on a school night? Because then it means it's a break from the monotony of stuff? Or well, is it yeah. more fun on a weekend to go trick-or-treating? to go out a little bit later, probably, than usual. You get to stay up later. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. whether or not you have a parent as a chaperone, or, you know, and you get to go knock on strange people's homes. See, I'm trying to think of when I used to go trick-or-treating as a kid, and it just always felt like it was on the weekend. I don't remember it being I don't during the week. I remember school nights, and if it's on a weekend, if it's a permanent weekend, that means you're messing with mommy and daddy time. I They want to go downtown in their silly costumes. Yeah. But a school night or whatever it randomly falls on, but school night Halloween's good, like I just said, because you get to get out, you get to stay up later, you get to eat candy, and you know what you do in class all day long? Hmm. Unless you're like Emily and go to a weird Catholic school. Yeah, I don't uh, know. All day long on Halloween day, it's 
costumes at school. It's candy at school. It's Movies. kind of a throw, it's a throwaway day, right? Yeah. Definitely. I, I also school? went to a small Christian school, okay, so well. <laughs> we, we, we were not allowed to wear any satanic garbs. Oh, absolutely not. There were definitely <laughs> restrictions. We couldn't even read Harry Potter yeah, at school. If, yeah, you go to school dressed as Jesus and you get yelled at because you have a beard. Because you're beating you, you, that <laughs> Shave that hippie stuff right away. Long hair, beard. Uh-uh. The son of the Lord. <laughs> uh, anyhow. But um, no, I do like that idea. I think that Saturdays should be the adult Halloween day. And then the actual day of Halloween is for kids. Yeah. I want to say that. Okay. So there we go. We solve a couple of problems because on our sister station, our uh, friend, the Bob father, Bob Fonseca, he's been saying Halloween is BS because adults stole it from kids, co-opted it, and we shouldn't Boo. be celebrating it. I agree. I agree. Boring but take, Bob. We split it in two. She dressed up to go see the new Top Gun movie. This is a man that likes dressing up. Thank Shut you. up, Bob Fonseca. <laughs> Love you, but come on, man. Uh, come on. So that's what we do. We separate it. So the uh, last Saturday of the month is going to be TBD named holiday, which is where we celebrate like we could call it uh, Spook the Goof Night. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, okay, so and then every now and then you'll get Halloween and Spook the Goof Night showing up on one on the night? same night. Wow. Yes. yes. What happens yes. then? Yes. It's magic. It's like having you don't a ask. it's having a super full moon eclipse. <gasps> exactly. I mean, think about it. For Christmas, we have two days. You have Christmas Eve, Eve oh. and Christmas Day, right? Halloween is becoming almost as big of a holiday as Christmas, one could argue. It's definitely become bigger than Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is overshadowed. I've long since believed we should just merge Christmas and Thanksgiving. To me, it's always been the same. They no, do no, the no, same no, thing. no, 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 no Thanksgiving gives us a little taste of December. And yeah. listen, I know you out there, pretty much no matter what job you're doing, the week before and after Thanksgiving, or I mean, I'm sorry, Christmas, you kind of get a slack off anyways. So I would rather have a sanctioned work week where I already get a kind of slack off and chill versus just Thanksgiving and then Christmas back to back. Well, Don't as, do that. Uh, <laughs> as a what, producer, I have to work, so it's not really that big of a <laughs> well, deal to me. Yeah, these producers. Am I right? But you don't have us here yelling at you for screwing up. It is like so, a day off. So it's like a day off. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we've settled it. There's going to be a spooky Saturday for the parents and Halloween for the kids, and every now and then, a super holiday. Woo! <laughs> Is he finally growing up or just growing? The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.